know from the beginning when you start making decisions for your health and for yourself, know that you are worth it and that you have permission to invest in yourself. Welcome to the True Health Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lonnie Bagwell, stress, inflammation, and functional health clinician. And I'm your co-host, Bridget Spurgeon, metabolism and nutrition expert. This podcast is where we bring hope, truth, and inspiration for your holistic health journey. Because the world needs the best version of you. Hey, everyone. Dr. Bagwell here, your host for True Health Solutions Podcast with my co-host. Bridget Spurgeon. Nice to see you all. The Bridget Spurgeon, exactly. Who is in, where are you, where are you right now, Bridget? Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. That's awesome. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. And uh, we had debated on how to uh, help you know us better. And so at the beginning of every uh, episode, we're going to actually talk a little bit more about what's going on in our life. Maybe it's something different, something quirky. Maybe it's something relevant to the topic at hand. But for today, um, I thought it was really cool to talk to Bridget about um, how she's carried her nutrition principles uh, and and her way her her way of eating uh, with her travels with her. And so, Bridget, can you tell us just briefly how, what have you been doing as far as nutrition wise during this huge transition time uh, that you've had? Yeah. And it, it's great not to be attached to a certain way of eating, right? So, you know, you and I believe in diet variability. And so w- with my travels, I love just being able to adapt to the local culture. And so for where we are, we're on the ocean. So we're eating a lot of fresh seafood, which I love awesome. and just home cooked meals. So, uh, you know, vegetables and salads and a lot of good tropical fruit as well. And we, we, still are eating out a, a little bit but we certainly navigate that but we and and we give into some some cultural food and uh yeah just just fresh food from the market we're loving it it sounds healthy mind body and spirit actually <laughs> so you get to experience the culture and you're still not sacrificing uh health you know i just was just thinking as you said that you know when you go on vacation or you travel that's usually the excuse to not do any cooking and, and so you're actually ramping up the home cooking to experience some of the local ingredients. Yeah, because everything here is vegetable. Like they use vegetable oil everywhere. And so Ugh. we are re- we're really trying to work around that. So one vegetable oil. The other thing is that the salt in Mexico, like 90% of the salt is fluoridated. Oh, wow. So we no can't kidding. use regular salt. So we had to find pink salt. And, um, and that's a reason why we don't want to eat in a lot of restaurants. All right, we're gonna have to airship you some Himalayan salt down to Mexico, and uh, and for me, uh, food right now, uh, we do believe in diet variability, and uh, I'm eating a way that I didn't think that I'd be eating, um, but I am actually doing modified carnivore, so I'm doing uh, a ton of protein. That has also been a challenge because we've had tons of family in town. My son was doing a, a production with his school, so people flew in to check that out, and uh, um, you know, they want a variety of foods for each meal and all that stuff. And I've just been eating pound after pound of protein, clean protein. And so uh, I was prepared to abandon this completely after one week and then be able to say that I tested it. And I did. That's why I'm doing it right now is we're testing it for certain clinical conditions and things that might be able to benefit certain patients. But we always test everything before we ever prescribe it. And uh, to be honest, I'm in week three and I feel pretty good. So we're going to keep rolling with it, see what happens. Uh, so far, I have noticed some um some good maintenance of uh, lean mass and my energy is good. And, you know, of course I made a lot of healthy fat with it. So anyway, so that's what we're eating right now, but on to uh, the, the major topic at hand. So for episode number one, we are focusing on 
the first step, the most important thing, because you can have the best protocols on the planet, best program on the planet and have the most amazing supplements sitting on your countertop. But if you don't have the right mindset as a foundation, then success becomes at best an idea, right? Just a goal or maybe a a dream, maybe rather than an actual attainable goal. So uh, we're going to keep it pretty simple, um, but uh, Bridget's going to talk about her top two uh, kind of mindset hacks to lay the foundation for a successful, healthy future. And I'll, I'll chime in with a couple of my own. So Bridget, um, what is your number one uh, strategy for mindset when it comes to being successful with your health? Yeah, because the problem is that we find ourselves on a health, a weight loss, or a habit roller coaster and we need to get off the roller coaster so how do we do that because we know that motivation wanes it's it, it's not consistent and if we're if we only cling to what motivates us or, us or excitement or when we're on an emotional high then we're going to continue in a pattern of failure so my top two things number 1 is to identify your anchor and then daily remind yourself of your anchor. And, you know, that that anchor is your emotional reason. And it's so interesting because I even see trends with this clinically, you know, on a weekly basis, working with lots of new patients coming in. And it's, it's so interesting to see the trend line. So right now, the biggest thing that I'm noticing from people, they're saying things like, I need to learn how to love myself. Or they're saying, I need to get to where I feel like the best version of me. And then it's like, well, you know, so when you love yourself, when you're at that place, how does that play out in your life? How does that play out for your family and your, and, and your kids and your passions and your purposes and, and your dreams? You know, when you feel, when you look in the mirror um, or energetically or productivity wise, when you feel like the best version of yourself, what does that look like in your life? And then anchoring to that on a daily basis. I actually have my patients literally write it down every day. They feel like, oh my word, I, you know, they may feel redundant or something, but write that down every day somewhere in, in your journal, in your phone, on your mirror, wherever it is, because that's what we, that's what anchors us. That that's what we cling to. Yeah, no, I'll tell you, and I'm, and just again, on this show, you're going to nothing, nothing but uh, unfiltered honesty. I'll tell you, there was a time certainly in my life when I thought that was hokey, you know, it's like, love yourself. Yeah, whatever. You know, I, I got stuff to do. And I mean, if I'm being honest and, um, and, and more recent years, I've really come to realize how powerful that really is, but it's not, and it's not a self-love like you have to fill it. You know, we know that as believers, like we have an unlimited supply of love that when we receive that, now we can pour from a full cup and not be stuck with an empty cup when it comes time to, you know, express that to other people. I think that's more of how I've come to learn it and understand it. Um, but, uh, but when filled up, my goodness, it's just, uh, it's a, you're a whole different person. Absolutely. Amen. I I love that. I love that. And kind of tied to that is my first one, which is knowing your highest value. Mm -hmm. So like you're saying, like get that anchor in place. Um, And for me, kind of discovering and really, and really understanding what is my highest value. And, and it's a lot of work that went into that. Maybe we can do whole episodes or maybe we have resources we can put out there to help people walk through these steps. But, um, but the truth is, is that I lived most of my life either without a vision for what that really was at all, and just move, move forward movement was kind of like my highest value, but that really can take you anywhere. Or, uh, or probably the biggest thing is, is that, uh, and maybe a lot of people can relate to this, is that my highest value was whatever other people told me my highest value should be. 
you know, so if, at, maybe at some point in my life, it was money, although for me, that would have been a shorter time, you know, but maybe it was uh, even something uh, as uh, as recently as in practice, you know, my highest value is someone else's vision or mission for what a chiropractic clinic should look like or a functional medicine program should look like. Uh, but the reality is, is that when I discover my highest value is freedom. And it's a word that translates into every aspect of my life, whether it's relationships, whether it's business, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's working with patients, you know, one on one, whatever it is, it's all about me being free and helping people create freedom. So that's where we talk about true health freedom. Uh, financial freedom has a whole different definition for me now and understanding. I want to be free to be the man that God created me to be in my marriage and as a dad. Um, and want my children, my sons to grow up in that same thing. So anyway, so that's what gets me juiced. So when I wake up every morning and I say today, I will walk in and continue to to walk in freedom. Um, and, and now that begins to guide all of my actions of my day. And that takes precedence over any obstacles that might be in place. And I use the term around here where when, I, when my mindset's dialed in and I'm walking in that freedom, I'm fireproof. When I'm not dialed in, because it's not a perfect thing that I, that I nail it on a daily basis, when I'm not dialed in, it's like, fire after fire, you know, and halfway through the day, it's like, I'm ready to check out. Right. And so that's how powerful this mindset thing really can be. And for me, that's freedom. But you know, how many of you listen to this right now have adopted someone else's highest value or you're not, or you know, your highest value, but you're not operating in it right now. It's not something that you're constantly anchored to on a daily basis. So, um, so that's my first mindset. So take us into what your uh, second mindset is for being successful long-term with your health. Yeah, and I I just get this from, once again from working with so many patients, and I do work with a lot of women, and you know my average demographic is women in their fifties and sixties. So you just think about this this demographic where their children are grown, or they may be divorced, or they they've been successful in their career, or or maybe they've gone out and started their own business, or maybe they're even in retirement. And I just find like women getting to the place of realizing that they're worth it and they have permission to invest in themselves. And so if I could speak to all the, the teenagers and the 20 year olds, I would want to tell them like, no, from the beginning, when you start making decisions for your health and for yourself, know that you are worth it and that you have permission to invest in yourself because we get into this rut where we, you know, like when our kids are young, we're just in survival mode, just trying to make sure that we can raise a normal human, right? Like an right, adjusted right. Yeah, human. Exactly. And so, and so full disclosure, I, d I don't have children. Um, but, um, but you know, or, or it's like taking care of the needs of our spouse or of our employees, coworkers, patients, you know, the, the list goes on. And then especially when you're in scenarios where, you know, maybe you have children with disabilities. Mm -hmm. And once again, you just find yourself in survival mode. But what happens is we start this pattern where we take the back burner. Bridget takes the back, back burner. Mom takes the back burner. And it's actually then hard to be in a position where you're like, oh my word, I really have to make myself a priority. It feels weird. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I'll comment on behalf of a lot of the men out there and dads and stuff like that. Like uh, there's this funky mindset that um, that we don't have to take care of ourselves. And if we just, you know, fall fall on the sword every day, you know, then um, then we're, we're doing what we're called to do. And that's, it's crazy. I mean, I've done it so I can comment on it directly. And, but I mean, a lot of my friends and stuff, it's just literally decades go by and, 
you know, we're just literally, you know, it's all about sacrifice instead of about living your highest life as an example to your family, as a leader. And then in my case, I have two boys and every day that they see me live less than what God created me to be, that becomes an imprint for them to, for them to be okay for them to live less than that. So, uh, that's spot on. That's fantastic, actually. Um, and then my second mindset, uh, you know, for the purpose of this first episode, and we, we're going to talk a lot more about mindset as we go through the different episodes, weaving it into other topics or dedicating whole shows to it. Um, but and, and it's I'm going to say it's it's about visualizing, but I, to me, it's become so much more than that. Um, the phrase that you hear that the world would say is I need to see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that we've heard that a million times. I need to see it to believe it. And even if you haven't said it, it doesn't mean that you haven't acted in accordance with that false truth. But the reality is, is that those who have been able to go on and do amazing things and have the accomplishments with their health that, you know, that you see other people doing, you're like, man, I want to accomplish what they've accomplished with their health. The truth is, is that they believed it and then they saw it. And so to a degree, it's a faith thing now. And again, and I don't want to make it sound like it's this erroneous. This is the, the truth is how God, who you are, how God created your body. Those are all absolute truths. So it's not so hard. It doesn't require a ton of faith to look at who you are and believe that your body can become what it is that you're working towards it, you know, to become. So that it is a visualization thing, um, but it's also, um, but it, but it's uh, kind of more of just an acceptance of the truth, the whole truth, I guess, the, the, the truth that many people have not permitted you to believe or, or ha- have heard. Um, and so, and then what happens there is, is that once you have that clear vision, it, it's more than just a visualization as much as a, a crystallization of the truth is what I feel like it is more. That's a better word maybe for me. It's like it's a crystallization. It's a tangible thing that you can see and absolutely walk towards. Now you can fully fall in love with the possibilities because they're really possible. They're not just pie in the sky dreams of what we can accomplish, you know, with our goals. And we've seen people overcome cancer, seen people lose 150 pounds, you know, and everything in between in this office. And every the thing that they have commonly right there in place is they they can see it, and then they, you know, they're 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 fully crystallized in it or whatever. So it's part of their belief system more than just an idea. And so that's what I'm trying to get across there. And and the way that, that really manifests for me, to be honest, is that I grew up in an environment where um, no one had played sports ever. Um, and ultimately sports became a hallmark a lot of my younger years and ultimately is what got me, uh, you know, into college and all that stuff or, or got my mindset right to go into college. And then academically, no one had ever gone to college in my family. Um, and most of the mantra that I heard was, is if you get at least C's, you're good. You know, so there was no, like I, not only did I, so I had, I had no idea of what the future could look like. Um, and I even had people speaking into my life that didn't know any better. And it's no fault of anyone. This is the, that's the world that they came up in, um, you know, where they were fully supporting, you know, just get by, you know, ultimately with how they, you know, kind of laid out the the goals and everything. And, you know, and so I, I had, I, I had no choice, but to believe that, that it was even possible for me and then to just walk congruent with that belief. And sure enough, as I started to do that, that created more and more momentum as I started to see it manifest in front of me. And so this is actually, this would be one that's the hallmark of my life is that I, I, I remember walking from my apartment building to the pool one day when I must have been 10, 11, 12 years old, somewhere right in there. And I remember stopping. It was like, it was a day like it is outside, beautiful day outside. The wind was blowing. I had a towel over my shoulder. And I remember I said my favorite word in my head. I stopped and I said, my favorite word is possibilities. So as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, I stopped in the middle of this field, walk into the pool, our community pool in our, in, our, in our apartment project, and I just said, my favorite word is possibilities. And right there, it's like I think something opened up, 
And I just started believing that I could be all of these things um, that uh, that looked nothing like my environment, that looked nothing like my environment. And I, I'll tell you some of it, we've got funny stories I shared some other time, but I mean, some of it came from like, you know, movies that I had seen or whatever, right? Because I had nowhere else to go, you know, with uh, with really thinking big. And so, uh, so anyway, so to this day, I still absolutely, it may not be my favorite word <laughs> anymore, but I absolutely love the word uh, possibilities. And that's something that just really can break me out of a funk or get me back on track with things when I think about the possibilities of what the rest of this day or tomorrow can bring. I love Any that. comments on that? Yeah. Well, you know, if I think about pivotal moments that really have shifted my mindset, especially for my health, and I'm so grateful for these, and really I'm, I'm so grateful for Sandy, my husband. I remember when we moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, and the apartment complex where we moved was across the street from an earth fair, which is similar to like a Whole Foods, a, a healthy grocery store. And, you know, I used to sh shop at Walmart and Foodline before that. And so I remember the first couple of shops and then I looked at our, you know, we're, we're young, so we had pretty tight budgets. So we, do, you know, we didn't have a large income or anything. And actually, I didn't have an income, period. And I remember looking at the bills and I went to Sandy and I, I said, like, oh my word, I have a feeling like our grocery bill is going to like triple with, with this earth fair across the street. Like, do I need to go back to Walmart? But I really like this grocery store. And Sandy just looked straight at me and he said, well, are you willing to compromise what you put in your body? Like the quality of food you put in your body? Because now we have access to this great quality food. And I just was like, no, I'm not. Well, thank you for the permission, because once again, as someone who wasn't earning income, I may not have given myself permission to do that. I felt like I had to fall into whatever the budget is, but, but that just meant, meant we shifted our budget around and we put higher priority on food. And that was such an important shift for me, especially as a nutritionist, right? right. And, and then I think of also in the beginning, and, and so now this decision was before this grocery conversation, but I do clearly remember Sandy and I in the beginning of our marriage talking about the way we would make decisions in a, as a couple. And one of the things that we said is we never want to make a health decision be a financial decision. Yeah, that's good. And that's always stayed with me. And I was just, you know, telling you pre-show, I don't think I would have ever started chiropractic because it didn't financially make sense when I first started chiropractic, right. yeah. but we, we knew, we knew then we're like, this is a health decision. And we knew that that had to be a priority. And That's so good. we did whatever it took and that has carried us through. And that has given us freedom in making mm -hmm. those decisions, That's which has it. then empowered us where now we can be in our mid upper forties and we are vibrant medication, free, energetic, high performers, adventure around the world because we shifted our mindset when we were in our twenties. I love it. I got so much to say with that. I feel like I, I, you reminded me of two. Well, one thing I'll say real quick is that, um, and you may not even know this story, but, uh, before Molly and I got married, uh, we went to this retreat weekend thing for premarital, uh, what do we call it? Counseling or, you know, this like an event for a bunch of couples. And uh, at the end of the event, uh, you know, you're sitting there holding hands and we're trying to figure out like they, they want you to pray for one thing, you know, over your marriage. And I think because of all the sickness and disease that we had seen in our families, we were in total agreement on this idea that, you know, all these people were praying for these amazing things. And it was awesome. Uh, but the thing that just hit me like a ton of bricks. And now, mind you, this is before 
doctor, uh, women's health expert, you know, all the stuff that we became later on. But it was, I said, health. I said, I see it all around us right now. We're going to pray for health. And we're going to pray for health to be a hall, one of the hallmarks of our marriage because we see how that the sickness and disease is just ripping relationships apart. It's bankrupting people in our own family, causing an incredible amount of stress and strife. And so, uh, and so I guess I don't need any more evidence and I, I didn't need any more even going back 20 years, uh, you know, to know that if you invest in your health, that there's a 10x return on the, everybody nowadays would take a 10x return in the stock market or with their bitcoins or whatever it is right now right they'd love a 10x return well there's never been a more guaranteed return on your investment in history than investing in your health so that's one of the things that you they made me think about um uh and uh and that story kind of gets me excited you know because god was even doing a work back then amazing I love it. And so if you're, if you're again, episode one, whew, I think we're laying down a strong foundation for what it takes to be truly healthy. Um, and just a big recap here. Um, you know, we talked about anchoring daily to that emotional, uh, that emotional anchor and visiting it every single day, being attached to what your highest value is and just sifting through what the world wants you to value or maybe what other people, you know, want you to value and figuring out what is your highest value, that thing that you're willing to go to war for on a daily basis. Um, and then we talked about you're worth it. And we're not making healthcare decisions based on finances. And there's no better return on investment than investing in yourself uh, and your health. Um, and then we talked about uh, see it and believe it versus believe it in order to see it. And so and it's that crystallization of the vision, um, you know, that for what, it, what that vision that you have uh, for your health and your future and, and, and go beyond just the today into how that impacts your family around you and generations, right? So we're going to talk a lot more about mindset because it's probably one of our favorite topics to talk about anyway. It's something that we battle for on a consistent basis for ourselves and for our patients. Um, and it is just foundational. So it's something that we just can't leave um, as we're going through these episodes. But um, if you like what you heard today, make sure that you, uh, first of all, uh, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. That's the first thing so that you can make sure that you get all your updates uh, so you can hear uh, each week as we drop new episodes. Um, but also uh, make sure that you're commenting um, how this is impacting you. How, how, uh, what, is, what is something that you heard today that you're already uh, in touch with, that, that touched you somehow, and that you're uh, ready to implement into your life? Uh, and then we want to hear feedback down the road. We want to hear a follow-up on how that may change uh, for you and your health journey. Uh, Bridget, anything else you want to say before we close out this episode, episode number one? We believe in you and we believe in the best version of you. Amen. Amen. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for joining us today on True Health Solutions podcast. Make sure that you click to subscribe. Also, go to our website, www.truehealthcharlotte.com, where you can download any resources related to today's show or any future shows. And lastly, if you search for True Health Center Group on Facebook, you'll be able to join our free health community. We look forward to seeing you there.